Our scripture this morning is one small verse that comes from the book of Proverbs, the 29th chapter, one verse, verse 18. Proverbs 29, verse 18. When there's no vision, the people get out of control. But whoever obeys the instruction is happy. May the Lord add his blessing to the reading and hearing of God's word. Let us pray. Almighty God, throughout scriptures, we read of visions that impacted futures, Lord. Let us find our place as we hear again words of vision to our ears and to our hearts. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. You know, starting in grade school, our vision was a very important issue, apparently, or it, it seemed to be in Hueytown, Alabama. I can remember in grade school on Two days during the school year, we would file single file to the church, to the school office, and they would take us back to this gimongous vault that we had inside the school office that kept, I'm sure, monies and deposits and school supplies and such. And back there in that vault, we were each, one at a time, given a vision test. Do you guys remember that? Remember having to cover an eye and look at a screen and point in the direction that a, that a letter would be? I remember that like it was yesterday. Like it was yesterday. Um, this was done to check our vision and to see... Um, with the goal being that everyone have 2020 vision or to see where they fell on that scale of vision of 2020 so that we would properly be able to do the schoolwork that we were there to do. Um, I looked up the definition though this week of what 2020 vision actually is. And the definition according to the dictionary is normal vision measured at a distance of 20 feet. If you have 20-20 vision, you can see clearly at 20 feet what should normally be seen at that distance. Now, I was very, very lucky in school in that I had that 20-20 vision. But we go to great efforts, do we not, to try to attain that 2020 vision? There are eyeglasses and contacts and implants, and I'm sure today that list goes on and on and on. And while our physical vision is important, it's a different vision that I'm concerned about here this morning. And that's our spiritual vision. Helen Keller was asked at one point if there was anything worse than being blind. Her response was, yes, having sight 
without vision. And I don't know for sure, but she could have very well been talking about spiritual vision. So what exactly is spiritual vision? Simply stated, spiritual vision is understanding core spiritual truths related to Scripture, to God, and to Christ. Jesus said in Luke, Your eye is the lamp of your body. When your eyes are good, your whole body also is full of light. So if your spiritual vision, if you will, is 2020, then you are completely in tune with God and His will for your life. Jesus had that 2020 spiritual vision. He knew why he was here on earth. He knew what he was supposed to do. In other words, he knew his purpose and his meaning. And there was a certain fulfillment to completing his mission here on earth. Now, I don't have to remind you here on January the 5th that this is the time of year that people are thinking about things like goals and visions and resolutions or plans for better health. Perhaps it's a time then we, that we look at our life goals. But more importantly, even yet again, are our spiritual goals, both for ourselves individually and as a church. And I think I can honestly say that every year around New Year's, it's not really my spiritual goals that I've always focused on. I've looked at things like, I'm going to lose weight in in the coming year, I'm going to exercise more, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. But I've never really been concerned about those spiritual goals, which perhaps should have been thought about first. The entire human race actually has spiritual needs that it cannot supply with their own capabilities. Spiritual depth and spiritual goals have to be reached from an exterior force. A force that is above and beyond our own capabilities. It requires a knowledge of God's nature. A knowledge and acknowledgement of God's will and exactly what his purposes are for each of us. And there is no human intellect or heart that can come to this knowledge on its own. We can't study enough. We can't just make it happen. If the human soul is to grow in goodness, it must know God. 
it is to know him and for God to reveal himself to us through that knowledge. Not too many years back, in a small clapboard church, a vision began to form for that tiny church to grow and to impact a community. It started slowly with prayer. Today, you are standing or sitting in the midst of that vision. But there ought never to be a time or an age that we are without vision. Remember the scripture. If there is no vision, then there's no personal testimony, if you will, of the very existence of God. Or to the soul. Or of a future life. It says there in Proverbs, where there is no vision, the people perish. Now, if I had my own version of Scripture, it might read something like this. If we lose sight of God's purpose, we are spiritually dead. As we enter into this next decade, there is still a church in a growing community who has a vision that started with prayer. The vision is to finish what we started. The vision is to accommodate the blessings that we received by being faithful. The vision that resulted in our facility many times being overcrowded. Anything that is not alive and growing soon dies. Listen to that again. Anything that isn't alive and growing soon dies. The church exists to make disciples. We are to lead lost people into a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And we are to teach those who are saved already how to be mature followers of Jesus. We are to go and we are to grow God's kingdom. And I know from time to time I have asked you before, but I'm going to ask you again on this first Sunday in January to remember our vision and our mission here at Red Ridge. The vision of Red Ridge United Methodist Church is to share the good news to win souls for Christ. 
our mission here at Red Ridge is to cultivate and to sustain a loving Christian family that makes a difference in the lives of our members and those in the community. Well, to be able to cultivate and sustain means growth, expansion. To achieve the mission, we must catch the vision together, together. Months ago, we began talking about the vision of an expansion here at Red Ridge for our fellowship hall and Sunday school classes and even the addition of an elevator here at the back of the fellowship of the sanctuary. We've talked and we've formed committees. We even developed plans. But now is the time for all of us to join together and to pray. Pray for God's will and the direction that we should go. What a great 2020 vision for our church. But as we've heard over and over and over in the meetings that we've had to this point, this vision is not going to be some grand vision that, like we're sitting in here. It's not going to be about the building itself. That's only the part that people will see. There's more to it, though. There's the idea of a community of people all of us, all of us, coming together, dedicating ourselves to God, and acting in faith. It's an opportunity for us to do the work of the Lord joyfully and to be witnesses to our community of just what exactly God can continue to do through us. It is a way for us to show our love for God and our gratitude for His blessings. This year can be the year that our 2020 vision and our 2020 vision culminate as one. I want to leave you this morning with the words from a poem by the poet M.S. Lowndes in his poem entitled, Clear Direction. Sometimes in life, we may feel unsure of what God would have us do, what is His will for our lives right now, when faced with two paths to choose. 
We need to come before the Lord when we have to make a choice. We need to have ears that will hear the Lord's still, quiet voice. God will surely, gladly show the way and open the doors to go through. With clear direction from our Lord, He'll show us what we should do. For He longs for us to know His will and know the plans for our lives. So we'll accomplish the work of the Lord as His Spirit in us daily guides. For he will walk with us each day and help us with each and every decision. As our hearts are open to the Lord, he'll impart to us his wisdom. We just need to ask the Lord for the direction that we need. He will answer and he will speak to our hearts as we trust in his name and believe. Amen and amen. As we continue with our worship through Holy Communion, we're reminded that Jesus spoke words of vision and prophecy. He knew he was going to be betrayed on that night of the Last Supper. He knew exactly who was to betray him. And he spoke those words. It is the one sitting at the table who dips his hand. He knew. Then again, when he stood amongst the disciples and he held the bread and the cup and he told the disciples that Whenever they come together and they take the bread and they take the cup, they were to remember him and the sacrifice that he made. Again, prophetic words, because he was there in their midst, yet he was giving direction for the future. But he knew that the time would come when he would not be there in bodily form in the midst of his disciples. So he wanted to leave them with words that they could hold in their hearts and their minds every time they came together. 